I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Pittsburgh Steelers hype continues to rise and people are obviously high on Kenny Pickett and the offense and the performance that they put on against Tampa Bay. But where they're trying to put them or where they're trying to lower that bar, I should say, needs to end. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbond. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis live from St. Vincent College here in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We are diving into the expectations of the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they are obviously high and continuing to rise, but people still question whether or not they can compete. Kenny Pickett is, well, he has everybody soaring. They believe in this guy. He's got the it factor. He can make passes. Now he's throwing touchdowns that are pretty accurate and nice to George Pickens. He's completing balls to Deontay Johnson, which those two struggled in doing. Last season, Calvin Austin looks like a monster. They have a running game, and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and the offensive line is hopefully fixed. Everything about this team looks good, and we haven't even touched the defense. They obviously fixed their defensive line problem because at this point they don't have one backup. They don't have two backups. They don't have three backups. They have four or five backups that are all worthy of roster spots, and at this point it's harder to decide who's going to make it than who's not going to make it because everybody, well, they look really, really, really good. Their linebackers seem fixed, and Quan Alexander has everybody buzzing. Their cornerbacks have two proven veterans and Levi Wallace and Patrick Peterson and a third and hopeful Joey Porter Jr. Elijah Riley and Chan Sullivan look impressive. Keanu Neal looks like a revived player out here, and DeMonte KZ and him already have a chemistry after spending six years together in the NFL. Minka Fitzpatrick is Minka Fitzpatrick. T.J. Watt is T.J. Watt, and Cam Hayward is Cam Hayward. The hype's there. The resume is there. The team's there. Everybody has all these things to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how far they could possibly go, and then they always draw a line. That line is always there. The latest one is NFL Network's Good Morning Football, and Jason McCourty decided that he would say he wants to be all in on the Pittsburgh Steelers and that it keeps him up at night thinking about how good this team could be, but he doesn't know where to place them because he doesn't understand or he doesn't have a feel yet on whether or not they could compete with Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. And you just have to sit here and question, why do you think that? Why do you feel that type of way? Why are your vibes so strong on this team and then your bar is so low? Because it just doesn't seem to add up. It would be one thing if Pittsburgh Steelers analysts and if people talking about this team sat around and went, I'm very high on the Pittsburgh Steelers and where the Pittsburgh Steelers can go. But at the same time, I'm also very high on the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. And I just think that they will be the drawing line of where the Pittsburgh Steelers can no longer succeed. They can't get past these teams. But to sit around and say, 
I don't know how good the AFC North is going to be, and therefore I don't know how good the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be. You clearly have not watched Pittsburgh Steelers football for the past couple of years because if there's any teams that you should feel the Steelers could overcome on their way to wherever your ceiling is for them, it should be the AFC North. Lamar Jackson does not have the Pittsburgh Steelers number to this point. Deshaun Watson hasn't even gotten a real opportunity. And I mean, there are reports coming out today that he threw three interceptions in the last two or three days of training camp and that he looks bad over the last week, even after an impressive preseason opener. There's always questions about Joe Burrow's health anymore, and the calf injury is a big one. It's a big question mark, and you don't know what's going on. But even even with it, the Pittsburgh Steelers went into Cincy last year and won a game. And then they hosted them, and it looked like a terrible game, but you look at the scoreboard, and it looks a lot closer than it was. The Steelers always play the AFC North hard. Always. And if that is your bar of why they won't make it, then where do you expect them to really go? If you're talking about, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers could be that team. They could be a Super Bowl caliber team because that's what McCourty wanted to say was, I'm all in on the Pittsburgh Steelers winning the Super Bowl, getting all the way there. But they might not be able to beat some AFC North teams. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Then how are they going to make the playoffs? Is that where the bar, is that where it is? It's If they do beat the AFC North teams, they will win the Super Bowl. If they do not beat the AFC North teams, they won't even make the playoffs. Do you see where we're going here? If you win half of your AFC North battles, chances are you get into the postseason one way or another, whether it's a wild card spot or whether it's winning the division. Because if your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers are, well, maybe they can't beat all the talent in the AFC North, your thoughts on the Baltimore Ravens, have to be, well, maybe they can't beat all the talent in the AFC North. And the thoughts on the Cleveland Browns have to be, well, maybe they can't beat all the talent in the AFC North and has to be the same for the Cincinnati Bengals. If one AFC North team is a Super Bowl caliber team with Super Bowl caliber talent and everything in place to go on a magical run, and the only thing holding them back is their division, I want to know what your expectations are for the rest of that division. Because if they're higher, and if you're sitting around thinking, I don't know how good the Cleveland Browns can be, but they might be that team. Do you have the same bar as the Pittsburgh Steelers? When you talk about the Cleveland Browns, do you hold them back in the same sense? And I'm not trying to sit here and complain because I understand where it's coming from. I'm just trying to make it rational. I'm trying to just expand the thought and stop narrowing it. Because that's where it is. It's so narrow of, well, they they could be a Super Bowl team, but they also might not make it because of their division. There's so much more that goes into that. There is the talk of, well, how many teams from the AFC North could be playoff teams? I think all four of them could be. I think it wouldn't even be surprising if all th- all four of them actually made the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, is that where they stop? Is As, as long as they don't get an AFC North team, they'll be fine? See where I'm going here? Because it's the same talk with any team in the AFC right now. 
The Buffalo Bills are a Super Bowl caliber team, but so are the New York Jets. The Kansas City Chiefs are a Super Bowl caliber team, but so are the Los Angeles Chargers. There's a team on the rise in the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you just never know what the Tennessee Titans are going to do. Well, it wouldn't be crazy if all those teams made the playoffs and multiple teams made it in the same division. See where I'm going? See what I'm trying to say? The Pittsburgh Steelers could be a Super Bowl team, and, and quite frankly, I don't know if they are. I, I've tried very hard to hold back on that thought because I think all the pieces are in place, but I think the window is open. I'm not saying they're going to go get that window. I'm not saying they're going to cross that threshold this season. I'm just saying that if you were going to look at NFL teams and when they win Super Bowls, now is the time. And it's not just this season. It's the next two years, three years, but it's that second-year quarterback to a fifth-year quarterback. It is when you have found the guy and he doesn't cost so much money that you can't build around him. The Steelers have a pretty loaded roster right now. We just went through it. That's all thanks to the fact that they have a quarterback that they believe in, that they believe has an it factor, that the rest of the NFL world also thinks has an it factor, but he costs no money. That's when you are at your peak for an NFL franchise. So the window is open. Yes, definitely. But I'd hold them back for different ways, different reasons. Kenny Pickett isn't ready yet. Matt Canada isn't the answer, and it's time for him to go. Najee Harris finally stumbles, and it's over. The offensive line still stinks. Joey Porter Jr. isn't ready yet, and Patrick Peterson turns out to be too old. Minka Fitzpatrick, anybody gets hurt. Any big name gets hurt. George Pickens could only still do go routes. Deontay Johnson and Kenny Pickett's chemistry completely fades. There are a bunch of ways that the Pittsburgh Steelers do not reach the pinnacle this season. There are a bunch of reasons that this is not a Super Bowl caliber team if you're going to make that argument. But to sit around and say, well, the AFC North is very good. Yeah, they are very good. That doesn't mean anything. Chances are you're going to win some some games against the AFC North division. If they go 0 for 6 in the AFC North, I think everybody listening to this podcast would be shocked. And I think that, and everybody knows I'm a betting man. If you were to put money on it and somebody offered you a bet, I don't care what those odds are of the Pittsburgh Steelers going 0 for 6 in the AFC North, you take the other side of that bet. Because that has never happened, and it, at least not to my knowledge, and it probably never will. I don't care how good the AFC North is. You could win those games to get through them and not reaching the Super Bowl, not being able to go for it all has way more to do with the people on the Pittsburgh Steelers and within this organization than it does their division and how good they could be. They've been good for years. It has not held them back. Even last season, it was not the AFC North that kept the Pittsburgh Steelers out of the postseason. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers who held the Pittsburgh Steelers out of the postseason. Just the argument is soft. And it's very narrow. And if you expand it, it makes way more sense. 